Yeah, how hot is it over there? Um, I will tell you. Oh, I'm going to check the weather over here. Weather app. Over here. <laughs> over here. It is 82. Wow. That's- wow, look at what we are. Ah, 78. Pretty nice. But I'm yeah, inside like a very house. It was like 100. Like, it was so hot. I almost, I got like very dehydrated and it was very scary. Oh, wow. That does sound scary. Hi, I'm Susanna. And I'm Hazel. And this is Substitute for Word. At Downton Abbey. See, the thing is, there's like a lag. So what you hear, I can't. And then I try to speak at the same time as you, and you try to speak at the same time as me is like a second after me for me. (laughs) Whoa. Screen and white and me. Hey guys, it's your two favorite podcasts, uh, Down 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 Podcasters, back at it. We are virtual again, so we apologize for quality, but Susanna is in Martha's Vineyard. I am in Martha's Vineyard. I'm in, like, people sometimes, like, God, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not explaining this. I'm um, I'm in the less populated part of Martha's Vineyard. If anyone knows Martha's Vineyard, they know that like Vineyard Haven and Oak Buffs and Edgartown and stuff. They're like people in stores and it's very, it's almost touristy. Over here, there's literally no one. Well, that would make sense during our time. Oh, no, but there are people who live here too. But oh, yeah. Yeah. We're in the same house we rent every year. It's really fun. We're here with my cousins um, just for a little while. We're staying for three weeks. They're staying for two days. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. They're not allowed inside the house, so we hang out on the porch a lot. Um, we have a big porch. Yeah. Uh. Any other intro e stuff you want to do? Um. How did you like this episode? Oh, this episode was really fun. The big flower war. I found. Um, very stupid, but very engaging all at the same time. Also, it was really nice to see Matthew and Mary um, connecting in yeah. a friendshipy way. But, like, Matthew definitely likes her more than a friend, which could get awkward. Um, well, and Mary... I think I feel she... Like Mary, Mary's starting to like him more now that she doesn't have to marry him. Yeah, like, now, okay, that now that I'm not being forced to marry him, I might... Like, yeah, it's words. just like the classic Mary. Forget what I have to say. <laughs> it's just like the classic stubborn person. As soon as people don't want you to marry them, you marry them. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of the type of person that she won't do what people tell her to do, even if she wants to. And as soon as they give up, she doesn't. Because, like, she's like, yeah. I want to do it, but I don't want to do it if somebody tells me I have to yeah. do it. I'm doing it because I want to and not because you tell me to. Right. That kind of thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Um, yeah. We had some good notes. I have some old notes that I don't really remember, but I I did sort of a tiny little deep dive, but not really. It's not like last time. Um, I have the wittiest, I think the wittiest um, segment title 
of all, but we'll get to that. And um, Mm -hmm. I do, what was the other exciting thing? Oh yeah, I have some snippets of my newsletter that are good. Yay! Yeah, all right. Um, Should we get going with our first section? Sure, our first section other than cold open and intro slash theme, is the big flower fight. So I'd like to explain this Mm -hmm. title. So when I was writing my newsletter, I described like the space before Violet announces the winner as a dramatic pause worthy of a flower competition reality show. (laughs) Then like three days later, which was really scary, a flower competition reality show showed up on my Netflix feed. So this time around... Because, you know, research. I decided to watch an episode. So that's how I spent my morning. It's really good. Anyways, it's called The Big the big Flower Fight. And I thought that would be a fitting name for this segment. It's a good show. Everyone, you should watch The Big Flower Fight. <laughs> it's a fourth show. Hey. <laughs> okay. Well, The Big Flower Fight. How, how do we start on how pointless but still hilarious. So basically, there's this flower competition that the people of the village of, is it Downton? Is the village Downton? Downton Village. Village. Uh, They compete to see who has the best grown plants, I guess, because I saw like cabbage and stuff there too. Um, And so this guy that I momentarily forget the name of, um, that grows beautiful roses, but every year, um, Violet um, wins it because yeah. of repetition. Everybody votes her every single year. So- it's called the Granton Cup, and basically her husband donated the money that goes with it or something. I'd just like to point out that Violet doesn't actually grow the flowers herself. She hires someone to grow flowers for right, her. Right, and then she takes the credit. The right, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I bet she pays the gardener, but, like, still, he's... Yeah. Okay. Um, so, basically, then, of course, Mrs. Crawley, um, Matthew's mother, Crawley. Isabel. What did I call her? We're just gonna call her Mumsy Pants, like I did last time. Her name is Isabel. Mumsy Pants, um... Isabel. Can I please call her Mumsy Pants? Come ahead. Okay. So, Mumsy... (laughs) So, Mumsy Pants is like, wait, you win it every year? That's a bit weird. Um, And then she's like, wow, this guy's roses are far superior. Her butler's father. She's like, I feel like the judges should be less biased. So, you know, they go to one of those, like, is it, like, you know how they go head to head on many things? Um... So this is one of them, and it's kind of pointless, it's roses, but I guess Mumsy Pants finally gets to Violet, and Violet wins, I'm doing, like, quote, quotation, (laughs) air quotation marks, um, again, but she announces that the guy that grows the beautiful roses won, because she realizes how, like, unfair it is, and so she gives it to him i guess or i guess she's like hold on i personally believe that violet announced mr mosley old mr mosley not the butler the butler's Mm -hmm. father as the winner simply to prove that 
she won the cup on merit the previous times. That's why she never admits to, um, that's why she never admits to reading her name, but saying his, she claims that his name was written and oh, she won yeah, it time because she deserved to win it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think also she kind of, everybody's like assumes. So yeah, everybody assumes that she wins it because her husband donated the money to start for the cup and everything. Um, and so this was kind of a way to say, I'm better than all of you. And I didn't win this time because I won all the, yeah. So <laughs> basically it was selfish, but not selfish at the same time, but it was more selfish than selfless. If that makes sense. <laughs> because Sorry, it helped the guy, but it was also for her personal gain. Yes. Yes. Sorry, texting my mom. <laughs> That's okay. Have a Luna bar. Now I want a Luna bar. Luna bars yeah, are good. They're great. I had one for for lunch every day. Not the not my only lunch, but for lunch every day at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember. I would always ask you for one, and I never go. I always got, like, a little, like, tiny crumb that you would, like, break off and give me. I was like, thanks. Okay, thanks. But should we go on to the um, next segment? Or I just want to say that it was really fun to see Violet and Isabel clash over something that isn't chunky blood. Yeah. I feel like that's important. (laughs) You can definitely engage outside of the hospital, and it's fun. Yeah. I okay. definitely think that they're going to go head to head many more times. Yes. Okay. Hey, Mom. Hi. So the next um, section is damaged goods. Is damaged goods. Sorry. Seltzer. Cheers. So there's. Is this about the dessert and everything? Oh, and no. The this is Mary, and or more, it's um how. Here, I'll give a summary of the damaged goods section. Okay. Um. So basically, Thomas knows that Pamuk visited Mary's room. And never he does not her. know that he died in Mary's room, but he does know that he died visited Mary's room. Right. Right. Um. Oh, may I read my notes about this? Because I have some pretty funny notes. <laughs> I'm giving a summary. Just give me a moment. Oh, okay. Yes. So he told O'Brien, and Daisy sort of talks about how. Daisy sort of mentions, ugh, backpedaling, backpedaling. Daisy, like, she freaks out that she hates Mary, Lady Mary, Mary Lady, that she hates Lady Mary's room. And they say why, and she just brings up the, she just brings up Pamuk. So Thomas and O'Brien are sort of starting to get the sense that she knows, um, 
And or even they worse, they think that she'd done it. Yes. And O'Brien realizes that through very careful deduction, hold on, I got a breaking news alert. It's not very breaking. What? Anyways. Something about Yale and Oh. Anyways, it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, O'Brien realizes that Mary and Edith are constantly feuding with each other. And their feud kind of comes to a head in this episode because of a disagreement over Anthony Strallen, um, which we'll get to. But mm-hmm. she does realize that Edith would be the member of the family most likely to destroy Mary if given the information. But Edith will not trust O'Brien. So... O'Brien mentions to Edith that Daisy might know something bad about Lady Mary. And Edith is like, great, I hate Lady Mary. Let's do this. So then Edith and O'Brien are really, really nice to Daisy, which is just really mean because they're only doing it to destroy someone else. And it's not fair on Daisy or anyone, really. But Daisy tells Edith, And at the end of the episode, we see Edith writing a letter to the Turkish ambassador. And I don't think it's because she wants to go visit Turkey. Just saying. I think we know what's in that letter. Well, wait, what what do you think is in that letter? (laughs) She's telling the Turkish ambassador about Pamuk. Oh, wait, but she doesn't... Okay. But... What does she know? She did Daisy tell her everything? Yes. Ooh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I was confused then because I was like, but what would she have to write the Turkish ambassador? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I didn't get that Daisy actually told her everything. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my notes on this, which I'm going to read. Um, oh, so I know, so I was writing my notes and in that scene where she like kind of like hates the room, there's like a scene where she drops something, like whips around. And I know this is supposed to symbolize... Um, like her being scared of the room but it also kind of like makes me think that as soon as she drops something she's kind of expecting scorn because she's just so used to it and there's always like in her entire lifetime there's always been someone ne- some like person next to her telling her she's doing everything wrong and like she's like stupid and she can't like do it like she always has like that person like saying like oh you foolish girl or whatever yeah, she's um, the very bottom of the servants' tiers. She's the scullery maid. She gets paid the least. She's not allowed to be seen upstairs. And, you know, she gets bossed around by everybody. And mm-hmm. even before she came to Downton, we don't know much about her backstory, but she was from the very, very lowest of the classes. Um, she, sa- she talks later on in the series about never really having a family. So, Yeah. She did not have an easy life. Great. Uh, I think that's it. I had, like, no notes about this. Yeah. I could check my actual newsletter to see if there's anything I want there. Okay. Um, mel- She's melodramatic. 
at the beginning. Yeah, nothing really interesting. Okay. Okay. So the next next segment is called Torturing the Red Hoods Part 3. Yeah, we've got a bit of a theme here. What? I'm seeing a bit of a theme here. Mm. Um. Yes. Uh. So, do you want to? Why don't you give the summary? Okay. So basically, Sybil is the best and all around amazing, and she keeps trying for Gwen and gets her an interview. Gets her her second interview, and Gwen, in air quotes doesn't have what they were looking for so well they write out in secret um and on the governess cart and she doesn't have what they were looking for i mean she has no credentials it's true it's like being an artist and then suddenly applying for a residency at a brain at a hospital doing brain surgery. Yeah. Yeah, so... But she really wants the job, and everyone's yeah. sad, except no one really knows about it. Everyone's also scared about Sybil. Um, Who seems to be wearing a lot more of those weird dress pant things. Yes, yes. I don't know. I think Sybil was just wearing... Her casual day dresses. Oh, she wasn't that scene, but um, in the dinner scene where they eat salt, which we'll talk about later. Oh, um, right. Where's another right. one of those dress pant things? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We're going to call them drants. <laughs> they're called bloomers. Drants. They're actually, no, this is what they're called. They're called harem pants. There's a real name for it in the fashion community. Okay, but I really want to call them drants. It's a combination between dresses and pants. Yes, drants or passes. I kind of like drants better. Because, like, dress is better. Fine. Okay, okay. we call them drants. Anyways. Um, Sybil and Gwen, she doesn't get the job, which is very sad. Oh, then their horse casts a shoe and they get, but the blacksmith isn't in. Mm-hmm. So they just have to walk all the way back or something. Yeah, and then the horse carriage gets stuck in the mud. Oh, I want to talk about how when they go to the blacksmith, the horse is kind of just like ramming his <laughs> head into her. There's just this like one like short scene where the horse is like, <laughs> like shoving its head into her. And, um, I don't know. I just, that happened. And then, so the horse carriage gets stuck in the mud, and they're kind of pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, and then the horse runs away, and they all oh, over. Yeah, oh my god. So something re- something like this happened to me yesterday. Really? Yeah, it was it was very fun. Um, it, it was pretty much exactly like this, actually. Really? So, I ordered some stuff off Etsy, and... I ordered it to come here to this address and I got an email mm-hmm. saying that it would come that it, it it was delivered. So but there was nothing on the front porch because there wasn't anything on the front porch. Right. So I thought it might be 
so we thought it might be on the mailbox. We weren't sure that our house has a mailbox, but if it did, that's where it would be. Um, but the thing about my house is it's like down a bunch of really long. Your house in Martha's Our house in Martha's Okay, I just want to clarify for listeners that yes. might be thinking you don't know where your mailbox is. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the thing about our house here is that it's, you know, there are like three paved roads of Martha's Vineyard, or at least on this. I've part never of been there. Vineyard. My mom has been there. <laughs> it's 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 a great place. Um, okay. but, and most of the properties are like right on the edges of those roads, but ours is down like a mile from it, down a bunch of dirt paths, patch past a bunch of farms. Must be Probably really not a when it snows. But you know, it takes like. A good five. It, it takes like a good seven or so minutes in a car. Not even seven. I don't know. It takes like five minutes, but it's it's pretty long. So it's this whole tangle of side roads. So I decided to go take a bike that my mom had rented, and go find the mailbox. And then you know I have I just got here, and I, I we've been renting this. We rent this house every year for. We've rent this we rented this house every year for like five or six years now. But I'm not but I don't really I don't have the um route committed to memory. So I got really lost and then my bike it's a very bumpy road and my bike started to like not work. So I had to get off and walk it. And then I got to the side of the road. And there was no mailbox. Oh, no! So, I didn't have what they were looking for. And then I had to walk it all the way home. Yep. Or actually, I got my parents to come and pick me up. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it was super late and I was tired. So, that's my story for the day. That was fun. I still don't know where my punch needle embroidery kits are. Next on our outline is framed in French paste. Let me explain this. This is clever wordplay on my behalf. I'm pretty sure. So I can tell you're really proud of this. Thomas frames baits, but you know I'm just gonna give the summary first. Bates catches Thomas stealing, stealing some wine because Thomas is a playboy. I don't know. Thomas He's a is bad a- boy. <laughs> um. <laughs> Tom and Thomas is really worried that Bates because they have sort of a feud. Mm-hmm. Bates is a bastard. <laughs> Still Bates hasn't gone fired yet. Like, what's that about? Wait, what? Because Bates still hasn't gotten fired yet. What's that about? Yeah. Come on, Bates. <laughs> um. And anyways, Thomas is really af- is afraid that Bates is going to tell on him. And O'Brien's just like frame him for something before he can frame in quotation marks like pretend like you actually did it before he can get you. So Robert Crawley, Earl of Grantham, Viscount Downton. Yeah, I know all his titles. Um, you can just say Mister Crawley. <laughs> no, you can't say that. You have to just say Robert because Mister Crawley refers to Matthew. Oh yeah. You can say Lord Grantham or Robert. Wobbit. 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 Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyways, he notices that he collects snuff boxes. I could have looked into snuff, but I think it's like some kind of tobacco thing. Whatever. Yeah, it's um, used tobacco. It's for like smoking and you snuff whatever you're smoking into the snuff box and it stops um, and you close it and it kind of like there's no air and it's kind yeah. of yeah yeah anyways he collects snuff boxes and he's describing to Bates the one that's missing because one is missing and he says wait can I just say how I know this yeah sure tell me how yeah. you know about tobacco. no 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 um. <laughs> well there was something about it in Harry Potter, and me being the Potterhead that I am, asked my dad what it meant, because that's how I did my deep dives when I was five. Um, <laughs> and so my dad explained to me what that was, and that's how I know. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah. So Robert is describing the snuff box that's missing to Bates. And he says there was a very pretty one with a miniature framed in French paste. Thomas frames Bates. The miniature is framed in French paste. Wordplay. That's a very, that's not even anything. Could be interpreted as 30 Rock reference, but yes. (laughs) Um... Anyways, yes, um, Thomas, you know, everyone's, like, worried about it. Thomas is like, oh, Bates, you might lose your job over this. And then he's like, wow, oh, I never thought of that. Like, and then Anna's like, hold on, everyone here is really stupid. Bates, you're stupid. Here's the snuff, bo- the snuff box is hidden in your room. That's and why then- Anna is one of my favorite characters. She's just yeah, smart. She's She's just amazing. Sybil is my ultimate favorite, but Anna's up there. Anna's like maybe my second favorite. Sybil's your ultimate favorite character? Yeah. My favorite character is Mary, but only for what happens to her later on. At this point, my favorite character is probably Anna. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... Thomas is like, huh, you know what just come came up to me, Mr. Bates? Wow. You're the only one who got fired. But yeah, so Bates then put, Anna says that Bates should put it in his room. Put it in his room or give it to her to put in Miss O'Brien's room. O'Brien's room. But um, instead he just puts it back and they suggest a search. And then because they're the ones suggesting a search, um, Thomas and O'Brien... They're like, ah, 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 ah. you know what? I think I'll just go um check my room just to make sure it's tidy. All the lights are on and everything to make it easier for you, Mrs. Hughes. And then they just look silly. But uh, yeah. Do they Not get much. like caught? I mean, Miss O'Brien gets caught kind of red handed, but they can't. Yeah, find but the they don't really care. It's just like people are more wary of her. Yeah. I mean, I guess it wasn't in her room. Yeah, it wasn't because it it was returned. Um, yeah. Uh, is that it for the framed in French paste section? Any notes on that? Um, let me see.
I didn't have any. Yeah. No, I don't have really any. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Wait, what's next? Oh, yes. Okay, so the next, the next <laughs> thing is the cook's going blonde. The cook's going blind. Yes. Um, and it's 1913, so this will probably end badly or grossly. Actually, I do know how it ends, but I'm not spoiling it. Does she die? Be really sad. Well, your prediction at the beginning might have come true. What you prediction? Die. I said that what? First episode, the like you know the prologue. You said you predicted that Mrs. Patmore would die. Oh yeah! I'm so smart, guys. You are really smart. I'm so smart. <laughs> well, we don't know if she dies. I have a sixth sense. <laughs> Wait, there are five senses. Wait. Yeah, there are five senses. Okay, six yeah, I have a sixth sense. Because it's like seeing, smelling, hearing, touching, <laughs> smelling, tasting, hearing. Wait, seeing, smelling, eating, touching, hearing. One. Two, One, two, three, three, four, four, five. Okay. Okay, we're good. We um, are good. Um, okay. Yes, Mrs. Basically, what happens is Mrs. Patmore. Oh, I can see my deep dive. Yay! Anthony Strahlin is coming to dinner, and mm-hmm. he likes a special dessert called Apple Charlotte, but Mrs. Mm-hmm. Patmore doesn't want to make it because it's new and she's stubborn. Let's yeah, okay. Let's talk about Apple Charlotte for a moment. Yes. What is this, okay. Susanna? What is Apple Charlotte? I'm confused. Apple Charlotte is a variant of the type of dessert known as Charlotte. It could also be referred to as icebox cake, but an icebox cake is a whole other thing. A mold, this is how it's made. A mold is lined with bread, often stale. Cookies, biscuits, or sponge cake. Then it is filled with a fruit puree. The fruit puree is often paired with a custard filling or whipped cream. Um, but it is confusing as to why Mrs. Patmore and Cora refer, refer to the dessert as new, since Charlotte's were a staple in the casual yet elegant dessert world. Of course, they could be referring to an entirely different apple Charlotte, in which case, disregard everything I just said. That sounds really good. The apple, the apple Charlotte that you described. Yeah. Like now I really want it. Also like, because I'm apple. really hungry and I haven't had dinner yet. But like I really want that now. It's like strawberry shortcake, only like more advanced. It's like yes. deluxe strawberry shortcake. Only apples. Yes. Wait, strawberries? No, it's they apples. were like raspberries in the one that they made. Anyways, th- no, they made a raspberry meringue that was a different thing because she uh, refused to make it. So right. they made a raspberry meringue. But, unfortunately, she put salt on it instead of sugar. Everyone's like, okay, Mrs. Patmore, you're like 3,000 years old. You've been cooking for at least 2,000 of those. Why did you mess up? And she has to explain to Mrs. To Mr. Carson that she is going blind. blind. Oh, what a joke. Blind cook. Who ever heard of such a thing? Blind cook. 
That wasn't as bad as my usual British accents. You're right. It wasn't. <laughs> okay. So, may I announce the next segment, or do we have, you have anything else to say on there? Oh, I think I have some notes on that. Um. Oh yeah, poor Daisy. Mrs. Oh yeah, Pat she's like picking on Daisy. Like, come on. Oh, you also dropped the chicken. Oh and then yeah. A cat came and picked it up. And then, and then they picked it up and brushed it off, and st- and then they ate it. It's so gross. Oh, this is why I prepare my own food because then I know if I'm eating dust or not. You prepare your own food? <laughs> well, not for dinner, but like I know my mom wouldn't do that. Yeah, but like breakfast and lunch, I prepare my own food. Yeah, because I'm a big girl now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they drop the chicken, the cat licks it, they pick it up, they brush it off. Like an entire, like, chicken. Like a full chicken yes. that just took out of the oven. <sighs> and then they serve it to everybody. People. Yeah. That's fun. Is that um, not gross? <laughs> <laughs> not as gross as Chunky Blood, but pretty gross. That is true. Uh, yeah, so we don't know how they're going to deal with that, but yes. Okay. Oh, also, um, yeah, uh, nothing else. Yep. Well, Mrs. Patmore. So one is banana. What? Oh, it's not banana. Banner. That's Bates and Anna's ship name. Oh! Because I was trying to think of something, and I was like, Bates and Anna. And they just shrugged. Banner. Bits and Anna. Okay. My notes for this are very funny. So, um, I go. Should we provide a summary before the notes? Ah, yes. So. Why don't you provide a summary? The flirtation. Wait, no. Not flirtation. They haven't really been flirting. But, um. I forget when it was. But Bates and Anna start talking about love. Yeah, well, she's well, he's helping her with the sheets in Edith's room. Right, right, right. Oh, and they're talking about the Titanic and what's his name that died on the Titanic that was Patrick. Edith liked. But he and, was going to marry Mary. Yeah, and then Anna was like, oh, it's a shame that like liking someone and they don't like you back um and he goes and then he stares me like her back and he didn't just know how he didn't know how to tell her and i was like my notes are in all caps it's happening well no my first note was ah oh, such an awkward beautiful moment between mr bates and anna about love so beautiful oh no beaut awkward wait beaut word so beaut word and Mr. Bates smiles. They would be so cute. Oh, God. So cute. Ah! Oh, my forking God. It's happening. Just in all caps. I kind of just want to screenshot this and put it on the website. Yeah. Really Anyways. Just... So. Then. Oh, then I have our uh, signature Downton smiley face with the top hat. <laughs> Continue, Susanna. Then, on the way to the flower show. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like, I love you, Mr. Bates. 
kind of out of nowhere. And Mr. Bates is like, I've been married. I'm going to go say like, about time. Symbolism. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, I have a snippet for my newsletter about this. You ready? Yes. Hold on. <laughs> I gotta find everything. Okay. On Banna. Anna and Bates are officially a thing. Yay! Uh, right? Maybe. Sort of. A one-sided thing? No, it looks like Bates like Anna too. Maybe like a potential thing? No. Those scenes together are a little bit awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on Bates and Anna? Um... Oh, my notes for that scene when they're walking to the flower show is, wait, what? Mr. Bates is hiding something? What? And they go, ah, it's happening again. So, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Shall we move on to the next section? I'll take it. Yes, it is called, it is so wrong that these are her suitors. I mean, it's got her father's age and a guy who's her father's cousin, so... Yay. Yay. It's really gross. Honestly, I'd pick Matthew over the other guy. He's just cuter. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, so... still kind of bothers me, but, like... Summary? Summary? Uh, yes, so... Oh, can I do the summary, please? Sure. Okay. So, Matthew and Mary are sort of, mm, well, the whole, maybe I'll shine by comparison. I'm going to start there again. The whole, maybe I'll shine by comparison. Maybe I'll shine by comparison. Maybe (laughs) you will. That's like, that's flirting. Um, And, sorry, it is really hot in here. Um, Air conditioner is not working. And... So that's flirting, and then the and then they sit next to each other at the dinner with Anthony Strallen, and when he chokes on the salt instead of sugar, they're just um, hyenas. They're giggling so much. I have I made a collage of all the shots of them giggling, um, called Marthew thinks it's funny, and it's very good. That's um, the ship name. <laughs> it's not their ship name. No, it's not. No, it's not their ship name. It's just they don't really have a ship name, um, because you know Matthew and Mary. It doesn't really work. Yeah. Like it would be Matthew or Mary, and they have the same last name, so that doesn't work either. <laughs> so, um, I've seen people use Mathery, which is just weird. I use Matthew in file names, um, just to save space. So yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. But anyways, and they then, giggle. She... But then, but and so Mary has no interest in Anthony Stratlin, who she, who Cora has invited and asked her to talk with because he could be a potentially good match. Um. He would give her some power, plenty of money. He's also. A billion years older than her. Literally 30. I've done the math. And it's anyways. 
a billion well, years? <laughs> 30 years. Um, she Ew, has no interest in him until Edith says, well, I can, I bet I can get him to flirt with me. And then Mary's like, yeah, well, you're on. So then Mary spends the whole evening flirting with Stralin, which to them flirting is really just talking about farming. Flirting. Well, and it's kind of like, I'm interested in the same things as you are, only I'm really yeah. not. Yeah, like, uh, I love you to tell me more about this. Um, so then Matthew is like, Matthew is just like, okay, I'm leaving. Sorry. It's essentially Jim leaving Scranton for Stanford. But, because, and I have no idea who's listening in South Africa. Wait, hold on. Stop recording because I don't know if this is. Yes. Anyway, she, um, Matthew just leaves. Edith is like, oh, look, we're both not flirting with the people we want to flirt with. Let's flirt with each other. And Matthew's like, sorry, I have a headache. Bye. Well, he said um, a split in my skull or something like that. <laughs> my head's splitting. Well, the truth is that my, my head is my head's splitting. And so he goes down, he goes back and he's like, I thought Marion was in love with me, but she's Which, not. I just want to say, he says while he's drinking, like, alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> True. Like, oh, yeah. I have a headache. Glug. Like, that's Look. not gonna help. It's gonna help for a day, but if you get a hangover, that's going to be torture. <laughs> wow, Hazel. Sorry. Our consultant on alcohol and tobacco use. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, he leaves stuff. I have uh, buttons on my shirt today. Oh, but Mary watches him leave, and she's just like, she's like, no. <laughs> so yeah, I think Mary likes Matthew now. No. <laughs> and then she like comes up to him at the flower show and is like, "Look, we had some kind of bet." And he's like, "You don't have to explain anything, okay? <laughs> Bye." <laughs> well, he's like, he's actually like, I should take after my mumsy pants. <laughs> And then Edith's like, I guess you can't have everyone or attracting something. And and then Mary says, I'll, I'll admit that if I was trying to attract a man, I'd steer clear of those clothes and that hat. I mean, A, rude, but B, sh- that was not good fashion on Edith's part. Yeah, no, I did not like that. The hat that was okay. No, the, the shirt, the dress was okay. The hat was horrible. The, I, I think it was the other way around. Well, well, either way, it wasn't very nice. All right, are you ready for a miscellaneous? Yes. Have we already been here for two hours? Oh, we know it's been two minutes, right? All right, miscellaneous. Okay, miscellaneous. Is this random or just is that what miscellaneous? Oh yeah, miscellaneous is miscellaneous stuff. Random stuff. Okay, I have. Um, buttons on my shirt, and they're really no, 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 not ra- random down Downton Abbey related. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut that out. Um, yeah. 
Please. <laughs> um. Okay. So, shout out. To, oh, I want to talk about um Mary's separate outing clothes. Mary's separate. Oh yes, go ahead. So she's going on a walk with Matthew. Um. <laughs> ew. That's my ooh. Um, anyways, so she's going on a walk with him, and she had yes. <laughs> so she has this hat and this jacket that like match her clothes underneath. And without the hat and jacket, I mean, the outfit would be okay, but it wouldn't really look the best. It's kind of just like a dark blue almost pencil skirt but it's long because this is like 1913 and um just this like white blouse and it's like heart locket thing and I mean it would be cute on its own but it just needs something else and that's what that hat and um jacket is I almost said that hat and hat she's not wearing two hats she's wearing one hat and I love that hat it's a very pretty hat but I'm pretty sure she has, I'm pretty sure I've seen that uniform before. So I'm, I'm pretty sure she has like separate outing gear that before she goes out, she gets dressed in a whole separate outfit, which, you know, is kind of ridiculous, but like, yeah, it's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, it's that time. Um. I think just from the research I've done, they'd have, like, you know, their casual day wear that they'd wear around the house. If they were doing an outing, they might put something more formal or more durable or a jacket or something on for that. And then they would change for dinner. But if they were, like, doing a house visit or going riding especially, they'd put on their special clothes for that. So, yeah. Yeah, and then dinner they'd change into their lavish evening wear. Yeah. Evening dress. Um, yeah. Oh, oh. I want to talk about Cora's hat. Yes. And everyone's fashion at the flower show. There's something really interesting about this show. I mean, I guess fashion and they're general. all wearing beige, which is like okay. when they do garden-related activities, they're always wearing white. All of them, even the men. So they're all wearing like a combination of white and black here. Or, like, beige or light colors. It's all beige. It's not all of it. Some of it's white. Some of it's off-white. Some of it's ivory. Yeah. Edith has, like, a sash that's, like, light camouflage color. Camouflage green. Light's not green. Oh, yeah. And um, Edith slash Ethel's hat has a blue. Gwen. Her name is Gwen. No, not Gwen. The one with the ugly dress. That's Edith. Okay. You know her name by now. She's not a minor character. I'm sorry. Okay, but she has, like, her hat that we don't like. Has, like, a blue sash on it. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is also, later in the season, in the season finale, episode seven, there is a garden party, and they're all wearing white for that. And then... Sometime late in season three, actually, it's season three, episode eight, there's a croquet match, and they're all wearing, like, stark white, and all the tents are stark white, and it's really weird. You can hardly see anyone, because they're all white. So, 
yeah um yeah oh Cora has a very nice hat very nice outfit on Cora's behalf Cora has like a hat loaded with flowers and ribbons and things and it's a bit much but it's also awesome so a bit much is my middle name (laughs) Hazel a bit much Newberger (laughs) okay um next section is Hazel makes predictions. So, my predictions for today is one. I think Bates and Anna will yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, two. I think Matthew and Mary will continue <laughs> will continue the flirtation. Um, three. I have no idea what will happen to Miss Patmore, but it won't be good. Four. Um, something's gonna happen with the not so murder mystery. Um, probably ha- something to do with the ambassador of Turkey or whatever. Um, guessing that something's going to happen isn't really the best <laughs> prediction. Maybe you know, I oh. think this plot line might show up again. Yeah, I mean, there could be a chance, but like, I could think any. Like- Hi. <laughs> okay, and oh, I'm guessing that. Um, like I said, um, Violet and Mumsy Pants will go head to head more. And, um, hold on. Oh, wait now. Oh, Mary and Edith. Edith, that's her name, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, Mary. Mary and Edith. Um, will continue their bet. Their bet, really? Yeah. I think, I think Mary's going to win. Spoiler, but I think Mary was so heartbroken over Matthew that she sort of gave up on Anthony Strallum. That would make sense. But I don't think the bet's over. I think another guy's... You guys have seen this show before, right? What? You realize I've seen this show before, right? I know yeah. what happens. Yes, I know, but I'm pretending you have. <laughs> People know I've seen the show before. This is my third time. Wa- well, it's not my third time watching this episode. It's like my thousandth time watching this episode, but it's my third time going over this episode. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's it for predictions. Yeah. All right. What next? Um, Just shout outs. Shout outs. Um, shout out to. Oh, I want to shout out something. Yes. Shout out the artist MXM Tune. She's like indie pop and she's awesome. Um, I've been listening to her a lot of her music. She has like a she had a, she has a new single called Bonnie Bear. It's very good. She has a. 
some great songs. Um, Almost Home, No Baker, Quiet Motions, all very good songs. Um, oh, and I don't know. I've been watching SNL because I'm really bored. SNL's good. Like we all love SNL. Shout out to SNL. Shout out to Shout Pants. Out. Pants. What about it? They're very Just important. Pants. Like very them. important. We pants? Like pants. Pants. We do like pants. 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 P-A-N-T. Okay, pants. Shout out to pants, everyone. Pants. And pants, button. Pants. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, any other shout outs you want to make? Um, shout out to Squad Cat. Uh, shout out to Is it on? It's on. Okay. Um, I'm being called on to dinner, so shout out to whatever we're having dinner tonight. It could be tacos, it could be otherwise. Um, it, mm-hmm. I kind of smell scary. Oh, wow. That does sound scary. Yeah. Well, I am hungry and I have to eat dinner, so I will leave you. Ah, I almost got <coughs> Yeah, um, oh, wait. Oh, we have to outro. outro. Okay, um, well, next episode, something kind of big happens. Lots of things big happen. Next episode is really good. I like to say this episode and next episode are the best episodes of the series. Um, uh, this season, not the whole show. Okay. Best ep- they call it the series in Britain. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited for next episode. Yeah, me too. Check out, shout out to my newsletter. Uh, you can find the links. It's also called Substitute for Wit. Yeah, and I'm supposed to plug some website we did for rating podcasts, but I paid for the free thing, which means I don't really get any features. So if you want to review our podcast, if you're maybe one of the people we don't know in South Africa, I'm starting <laughs> to like those people don't exist. We don't know anyone in South Africa. But if you're, uh, if you're someone we don't personally know and you want to review our podcast, Great, unless it's, like, mean. I mean, don't do that. That's just... We could take constructive criticism, but... Anyways. Whatever. Review us no matter what your opinion is. Yeah. Oh, God. Tired. Although five stars and a good review would be appreciated. (laughs) Yeah. If we get a review from someone we don't know, maybe we'll read it on the show. Yay. I gave us a review, and I gave it a good review and five stars. Um, You gave it a good review? On Apple Podcasts? Yes! <laughs> Five stars are like an actual review. Both! Both! <laughs> I was like, this is the best podcast ever! I love the two hosts! Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> okay. Well, I think... Uh, we have to go. So, signing off from your yeah, two I don't think you left any reviews. Someone left a four-star review. Oh, no, they didn't. I just Actually, pretty five good. Five Thank you for that, whoever you are. <laughs> yes, I, I like that one more than four-star. Like half a star or, like, one star. Anyways, bye.
Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot too much energy. Bye. Okay.